Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Uh, my name's Al. I go by Big A. I'm joined by Mike and Big E, other known as Eric. Introduce you guys. Uh, hey, I'm Mike. Big E. <laughs> All right. So starting off today, uh, we're looking at our local scores and uh, other things going on, whether that's uh, Corona and just other things. So moving on. So boys varsity soccer today, or not today, but plays their last game against Wilmington. They get a three and zero win. Goal scored by Sean Anthony, Nick DePace, and Rodrigo. Um, last two games were canceled due to COVID cases increasing, but uh, the boys soccer, their season ends in a four three and one record, which is um, honestly. I mean, soccer's honestly had better years, no doubt. A couple of years ago, I remember winning states. Um, and, yeah, but do you guys want to talk about the girls' field hockey? Uh, yeah, I'll take that. Uh, so they got a 7 Are we having some audio issue? Yeah, I can't hear Mike right now. I don't know. Uh, I'll pick off the girls' field hockey. Uh, uh, so the girls' field hockey had a zero seven zero victory over Wilmington. Uh, they're also their last game played um, because of. COVID issues with Stoneham and uh, they had an undefeated season this year. No goals conceded. Um, good luck to them next year. They had a wonderful season. Um, I mean, that's, that's great for them. No, no conceded goals. That's huge. I mean, especially, I mean, like every time we've said some about the sports, whether that's the soccer or field hockey, it some has to do with COVID and they're losing games and playing time because of it. I mean, I could, so they were talking about for this upcoming football season, if it is going to happen, they'd cut down games, maybe 10 games, no playoffs, something like that. And um, yeah, but I don't, I mean, obviously I could see why that would help with COVID cases, but I mean, if you're, they're already playing, I guess it like, it will mess up a schedule, I guess, but, who knows? It's just really upsetting for for some seniors who aren't going to be able to play out their last year, especially for – so in my case, I play lacrosse, and, I mean, this season might not even happen for us, but luckily since we're at the tail end of the year, we'd end up having playoffs, hopefully. But still, they they were talking about changing the every rule in the game, making it no contact maybe putting like less players on the field, which it would change things around. But I mean, if the kids can still play and have their lessons, I think that's, that's what matters. Yeah. I think a big part of um, high school sports is being grateful and being um, 
just ready to play. I mean, some sports have been canceled for other schools, and we're lucky to even be playing. So um, that's just something to keep in the back of your head. Yeah, seriously. I mean, considering we're in, uh, we're still in green, yellow now. In Moving on, going into college, Boston College. I uh, took a not not that bad of a loss, but still a loss to Notre Dame. Uh, final score of forty-five to thirty-one. Notre Dame's the second seed, so you definitely expected Boston not not really to keep up like they did, but they definitely uh, they definitely came to play. Sad couldn't pull out in a win under them, but Notre Dame remains uh, undefeated this season. It's a great look. I mean, BC, tough team to be. Um, definitely scoring, so good competition, good game for them to get in. It's all they yeah. need. Definitely getting looks, but yeah, hopefully they can uh, they can pick it up in the latter half of the season. Uh, but moving into pro sports, got a couple games. Uh, first one we're going to talk about: Patriots versus Ravens. No one, I mean, everyone's expecting the Patriots just kind of sell this year out. I mean, everyone was thinking we're going to tank it, just take a good draft pick. But that doesn't seem to be the case. So the Patriots versus Radium, or the Ravens at Gillette Stadium, uh, the Patriots win 23-17 to in a pretty close game. It is their first win since September, and it leaves them at a 4-5 and record, which is weird to see. I mean... Through our whole lives, the Patriots have been a dominant team in that in the NFL. I mean, at least for us, we can't remember a time they haven't been. So it's it's definitely weird to see, especially without Brady and all that. It's, but I I think they're making the best of what they got. I mean, there's definitely some holes in the roster and things like that, but hopefully hopefully they can pick it up next year and maybe we can get a playoff run this year. Yeah, big points, big points. I mean, the team's changed up this year, and um, we have Damian Harris blown out his 121 yards, which is crazy the other night. Um, huge game for him, yeah. Huge game, huge game. I mean, he's one of those players that's going to develop into the team. So is Cam Newton, and they're gonna, they're just going to have their peaks sooner or later. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are um, definitely putting down the idea of Cam Newton. Uh, everyone thinks he's washed up, you know, I mean, kind of seems like he is, but who knows, maybe the closer he gets with the team, the better chemistry gets, we'll end up having a better season. As you said, Harris, I mean, Unbelievable. he had a great game. Yeah. Unbelievable game. And, and I mean, that's he's a player that, I mean, you, you don't really hear a lot around the league. But, I mean, he does his job for us. Uh, even James White, uh, the other running back, he had a, he had a good game too. He's uh, more of a third down back going out for passes and things like that. But, I mean, overall, the Patriots seem kind of ragtag this year. Like, they don't, they don't, have, uh, don't have everybody they could. So, it's definitely – they're making the most out of their situation, I think. Yeah. 
I, yeah, you got to believe in Belichick. Huh. Yeah. He's always got something. Moving on, we got uh, Arizona versus the Buffalo Bills. This was a crazy game that came down to the wire with one second left. DeAndre Hopkins caught a touchdown pass with three defenders on him to beat them out 32-30. to 30. Uh, I mean, both teams played amazing. Josh Allen had a great game. Same with Stephon Diggs over on Buffalo. But Kyler Murray and company, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, Larry Fitzgerald, they just they had an outstanding game. And that game kind of it put Kyler Murray in more of the uh, MVP talk this year. But we'll get into that. But, yeah, definitely, definitely a crazy game that, I mean, I thought it was over. Buffalo score, there's 34 seconds left on the clock. And then Kyler Murray brings the ball to 50 and throws one up to D-Hop for a touchdown to win the game. It's it pretty crazy, but, I mean, I guess these are, the games, these are the type of games the fans want to watch, you know? Yeah, like, and that they want to hear about when they can't watch it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So... But uh, another big game that stood out was uh, a big upset. So the Rams beating the Seahawks. I mean, they, they both have a record of 6-3, and three, but no one thought the Rams were going to be able to pull that off. I mean, when you look at the Seahawks roster, they're kind of stacked. I mean, you got Russell Wilson. He's leading the MVP conversation. DK Metcalf, a young player that's I mean, he's had some crazy highlights this year. I mean, you might have seen the chase down on the interception. Yeah. That was crazy. I mean, wicked good player. They got they got a great defense with Jamal Adams and uh, Jadavian Clowney. So this was definitely a game that no one saw coming, but the Rams end up upsetting the Seahawks with a 23-16 win. Yeah, so that's um... big. Yeah, Cam Cam Akers with a thirty-eight yard. Okay, sorry. Oh, Mike, you're back. Uh, yeah, I think it was my headphones. They weren't working. Uh, that was weird. They were last. Be. Yeah. So, did you uh, did you catch uh, any of that Arizona game or the uh, uh, Seahawks game? I watched highlights though. Uh, it was pretty crazy, if you ask me. Yeah, I mean, pretty crazy, exactly. I mean, I kind of it's a good way to sum up this season. I mean, this whole season's been kind of crazy, and not only by like big plays and like upsetting wins, but just like with COVID and everything. I mean, the league's having a tough time. I know uh, there doesn't seem to be that many cases in the league right now. I know Tennessee was struggling. I think they're doing better. The Patriots had a couple guys go out, but uh, some tests came back negative the second time, you know, so it's it's really a gamble right now, especially with playing. But I guess, I mean, that's the whole thing with the NFL. It's such a moneymaker that they're going to get out there and play if they can, you know, yeah, and make yeah. that money. And I honestly think they're handling it better than a lot of other uh, sports organizations, and they're handling it a lot better than a lot of people probably thought they would just because football's a contact sport. You know, it's people close to each other. So, no, yeah, no doubt. You you definitely expected um, more cases out of it. And I definitely expected that 
the season wouldn't come this far. I mean, we're nine weeks in, and they haven't canceled. It's kind of it's kind of crazy to me, and uh, especially without doing something like the NBA did with the bubble, I feel like that'd be a lot harder with uh, these NFL teams. But I mean, it's still impressive they're they're able to do what they do right now in this crazy world. But uh, jumping on the NBA topic, um, we have. 2020 NBA draft this week. I mean, looking forward to it. Uh, big high school players like Lamelo Ball. I mean, we have all these talented players, and um, just NBA stars transferring their teams. You know, like Chris Paul to the Suns. You know. Oh, that was yeah, that was big. Uh, Chris Paul to Suns on a five-player deal and a first-round draft pick. Ah. <sighs> The Suns, man. I don't. I don't think that's. I don't know. Right. Nah, they've they've made some questionable trades before. I mean, but this, that's a lot, a lot of things for for a Chris Paul that's been in the league for as long as he has. I mean, he's he's in the in the like more in the bad half of his career. He's still playing well and getting solid numbers, but he's definitely not worth five players in a first round draft pick. That's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. I don't think they're going to get enough out of that trade to really warrant how much they lost. No, I know they'll, they'll sign him on a one year deal. I mean, Hopefully they get their money's worth. I mean, we haven't really seen the Suns be a dominant team in, in a long time since, yeah. yeah, since Steve Nash was down there. And, oh, man. But, yeah, like you were saying about the uh, upcoming draft class, it's definitely big. The number one pick right now is LaMelo Ball. I mean, big name. You could have expected that. I don't even know if he'd go, if he'd go number one, though. I mean, you got guys like Anthony Edwards in there. I mean, there's a bunch of great players. James Wiseman. The list goes on. So this should be a pretty stacked draft class, but we'll see who makes the picks. I don't even know who, who's uh, contending for that first pick. I think the Timberwolves are up there. Yeah, Timberwolves are up there. Um, I think they're looking for Anthony Edwards. Not sure. Golden State with the second, um, the Hornets with the third, Bulls with the fourth, and Cavs with the fifth. Well, yeah, see- I'd, I'd definitely like to see the Hornets pick up someone, someone to help them out. They haven't really been doing too well either. I mean, they picked up uh, Scary Terry from us, but we ended up getting the better deal with Kemba Walker. I mean, he's he was a complete stud for us this year. Yeah. Uh, like being being a new player on this on this team, and we got a pretty young team on the Celtics. I mean, it was surprising to see how far they went. Sad to see them lose though to the Heat, especially. Yeah, I feel yeah. like every year we hear the same thing, like oh, give give this team, give this team more time, you know. But uh, it's always a little disappointing when they lose because uh, you just know that they could probably do better. Oh no doubt, and and I feel like we could definitely make a make a championship run next year. That'd be great to see. 
Uh, I think right now we're tied with the Lakers for the most championships in NBA history. So, I mean, I'd I'd hope to stay on top and get one another one before they get another one. But I mean, they they had a great playoff run. I was surprised how well the Heat did against them. I mean, it's LeBron and Anthony Davis. LeBron, the best player to ever play, arguably. And then Anthony Davis, one of the most dominant big men in the league right now. The unibrow. <laughs> Seeing your home home team play up there in that type of level is, like, insane. I mean, us being Celtics fans growing up and seeing our team, like, progress and get even close to the finals is insane. I mean, we have a lot of new talented players that are going to come up on the rise and see what we can do this upcoming year. I mean, yeah, I mean, we could definitely pick up some bench players, but we got a pretty deep bench right now. I mean, they they all played well last year. And, I mean, like you said, I mean, it's it's great seeing our local teams because we're very fortunate, though. I mean, imagine being a Cleveland Browns fan. That'd be that'd be rough. Yeah, yeah. We're definitely yeah. fortunate. Yeah, like it was as a kid, it was great watching, you know, Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett with Rondo out there and Ray Allen. And it's they were they were wicked good, you know, and, and then yeah, it definitely slowed down. And then we picked up Kyrie and we thought he was gonna be our saving grace, but he uh, he definitely wasn't. Definitely wasn't. Yeah. Unfortunately. I mean, yeah, and, and some people were uh, comparing that the Kyrie trade or the Cam Newton trade. They're comparing it to the Kyrie trade, but I don't think uh, I don't think it's quite the same. And uh, did you guys know? So Myers, number sixteen on the Patriots. Um, during his high school career, uh, there's they played seven on seven All Star games, and Cam Newton was his coach. Oh, really? For the games. So, and now they're and Myers had a great week last last week. Um, Cam Newton hit him for five passes, I think. Uh, 80, 80 some yards, eighty four yards. Good game for him. Solid. I mean, he's a young player, and he'll get better. Um, it's just good to see. I mean, especially like we don't we don't have a bunch of huge names over on the Pats like maybe the Buccaneers do. But, I mean, we're yeah. still still putting up a fight. Oh, I don't even the Buccaneers. I mean, I don't know how I feel about them picking up Antonio Brown. I mean, I feel like Brady's got plenty of targets out there with uh with Gronk, Evans, and and Godwin, but. He needed Antonio, and now Antonio's not even playing out like he sh- he's, he's supposed to. I mean, ever since he left the, C- the Steelers, it's just been a downward spiral for him. Whether it's the allegations or just his performance on the field, it hasn't been up to par since he's left uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, he's really slowed down. I mean, that's what that kind of stuff does to you, though. I mean, those were serious. What he did was serious, so. Yeah, very serious allegations. I mean, never could tell. Crazy stuff that goes on in the NFL. 
I mean, when you when you give someone that much money, there's no telling, you know, what they'll do or what they're they're capable of. I mean, you see it all the time, crazy stuff. But I mean, going into that, so we're touching base on it a little earlier. Uh, the MVP candidates and uh, what's going on with that. So leading off the list is uh, Russell Wilson playing like an absolute stud. He's got my money. I'm, I, <laughs> I think he's going to take it. Oh, yeah. If, if I was a betting man, I'd definitely put it on Russell. For but, sure. I mean, that – but you can't – I mean, Aaron Rodgers going into, I mean, high teens of his seasons, but he's still playing and he's, he's in the contention. I think he's the number two top candidate. And, I mean, it's him up there. There's Brady somewhere in the talks, but I, I think I was seeing him around, like, seven or eight. I don't think he'll – I mean, he's he's had a couple pretty bad games this year. But who knows? I mean, that will build with time. I mean, the team chemistry will only get better, but who knows how long Brady will stay there. He might leave after this year or whenever his contract's up. I mean, it's, it's pretty crazy, but yeah. So we got Russell Wilson and uh, Aaron Rodgers are, I think, the top two. But Kyler Murray's up there. I think he was number four. But then you also got some defensive guys like uh, Miles Garrett and Aaron Donald. But I mean, maybe they'll get Defensive Player of the Year, but no chance we'll get MVP. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, from what from what I've seen, uh, my best guess is that. Russell Wilson's gonna take it. He's playing out of his mind. Yeah, one one of the best years he's ever had, and I mean, yeah, he's, he's definitely at his peak right now. So gives him a bigger chance of success. Yeah, and, and for a thirty-one-year-old quarterback, he's playing. He's playing like he's still twenty-one. But I mean, definitely, definitely a great player out there right now, doing great things for his team. Uh, targeting players like Tyler Lockett and uh, DK Metcalf. Those are all huge parts of his puzzle to get to that uh, that MVP spot, which, I mean, is pretty exciting. But, yeah, I mean, I feel like this is just a really weird year for the NFL. I mean, besides all the COVID stuff, I mean, teams are either, except, like, excelling, like the like Pittsburgh with eight wins. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, they're playing out of their minds. But they did. But Ben Roethlisberger is missing their next game due to uh, injury. I think he sustained at practice. Yeah. Or in the uh, – yeah. yeah. So, they – I don't know. Next game's on Sunday, by the way, at 1 p.m. I mean, against the Jaguars. So, we'll see what the Patriots do without him. Oh, oh, for – yeah. I mean, I feel like if you want to play a team without your starting quarterback, it would be someone like the Jacksonville Jaguars or maybe the Detroit Lions, someone you'd have a better chance against, you know. I mean, you don't want to – you don't want to go play Kansas City and you're missing your, your main dude. Yeah. That won't go well. Yeah. Our home team also playing the Texans on Sunday, same time. 
I mean, we're definitely going to see a bunch of players again, like Damian Harris. I mean, I'm looking for his second game this week, see what he can yeah. do, see if he's consistent. I tried picking him up on uh, fantasy in my fantasy league, but someone's already got him. I mean, he's playing out Sam, like you said, but that, that'll that be a good game to watch. Uh, the Texans are, I believe, two and seven, so they're definitely not having that good of a year. We're seeing that four and five, so should be – hopefully the Patriots can come out with a win, but who knows. Especially I mean, about JJ Watt. Yeah. And a couple a couple weeks back, I mean, we almost lost to the Jets. So even without JJ Watt, I mean Deshaun Watson will put up a fight. I know that for a fact. So but I think I think the Patriots will be able to pull out with a win. I mean, we've been looking good and only progressing. I mean, maybe we'll come out positive, hopefully. But if I had to guess, we'd end up the season at five hundred eight and eight, you know. Yeah, maybe get uh, maybe get a wild card yeah, seed. Right now making making a uh, playoff run or at least going far. Yeah, I, I could see us in a wild card game, which I mean, still, any type of playoffs is good. Yeah, it's better than nothing. Yeah, but I mean. If I had to put money on a team to win it all this year, go right back to Kansas City. Just, I mean, their their team chemistry. I mean, they they do have a a stacked roster with a bunch of good players on it, but their chemistry is like next to next to nothing. Like it's. They seem like they're they're, uh, they're playing wicked well. They're they're like the peak of the NFL right now. Oh, definitely. I mean, between Patrick Mahomes and then they got the fastest wide receiver in the league and Tyreek Hill and one of the best, if not the best tight end of the league. Uh, But Travis Kelsey, I know. But, I mean, talking about tight ends, George Kittle might be the best tight end in the league. And then it might be Travis Kelsey. I mean, George Kittle, I mean, San Fran hasn't been playing so well. But George Kittle has stayed consistent in playing well. And uh, did did Jimmy G get another injury? I haven't seen him playing. I think he was out last week. That's that's someone I wish we could. Yeah, yeah. My dad yesterday. Yeah. Talking about consistency. That's all. I think we uh, might have talked over each other. Oh, yeah, go for it. Consistency. My Wi-Fi was, like, disconnecting. But um, I was talking about, like, how these NFL players are supposed to be consistent, and that's what all these coaches and fans want from their players. I mean, um, even, like, in high school sports, college sports, and professional sports, consistency is key. And um, proving yourself throughout these real season games, I mean, uh, for the future, it's insane. So, 
Yeah, I mean, a hundred percent consistent. Uh, consistency is key. I couldn't say it better. Uh, Russell Wilson, like we've been talking about him the whole time, but he's consistent. He's consistently putting up good numbers, making correct reads, and winning games. It's great to see. I mean, you could even say that with a team like Clemson, but I mean, they they pulled uh, Trevor Lawrence, and they took a loss. One of their first loss since. Uh, I think week three of last season. All right, no, 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 no. That was that was the Ravens. The Ravens' first away loss was week three last season, except for when they lost in Gillette last week, which is which is pretty big. I mean, the Ravens were pretty dominant last year, but I definitely think uh, coaches have been figuring out how to contain Lamar Jackson. Yeah, uh, you know, you love to see the Pats winning no matter what. Exactly, especially against a, a big name like Lamar Jackson being one of the most athletic and versatile quarterbacks in the league. It feels good to take a win. Um, talk about more of COVID right now. I mean, COVID cases have been on the rise recently. I mean um, – as the holiday season comes by, uh, these NFL players, these NBA players, and all pro sports are going to see uh increase of numbers throughout the season, especially football, I predict. I mean, totally. I mean, we've been talking about That's a tough about... time to go through. Uh, might be a lockdown for six weeks. You never know. Might go back to quarantine. So all these things can affect sports. I mean, it's going to yeah, be tough. Huge variables. Yeah. I mean, we've been talking about the playoffs this whole time, but they might not even happen, you know? So, yeah, we might not even – exactly. We, we might not even get next week's games. Who knows? But crazy times. I mean, you'd never think you'd see Brady lose a game by 33 points two weeks ago, but it's happening. I mean, the last time Brady lost that bad was he. So that game ended thirty-eight to five. Huge, huge win by the Saints over the box. But I mean, Brady hasn't lost a game like that since two thousand three against the Buffalo Bills, which the score was thirty-one to zero. I mean, I I don't know which loss I'd rather take, the Buffalo Bills or take a loss from Drew Brees and the Saints. I don't know. Yeah. Those are Not a good look game. for Brady. Yeah. I think he's on his way out. I don't think he's going to last a couple more seasons. No, maybe. no, totally. I mean, if he can, good for good it. For I mean, I a lot of people, uh, a lot of Patriots fans despise Brady now because he left. You can't blame the guy. I mean, he's been he was here for 20 years and gave us so many good years of football. Gave us uh I mean the peak of his his career and I don't think I'll ever hate Brady. Yeah. But I won't agree with him on his decision yeah. to go. I mean, I still want to see him succeed. Mhm. I mean 100%, but I feel like he's almost taking it too far. I mean, like we said earlier, he has all those great receivers over in Tampa, but he had to bring on Antonio Brown. 
Yeah. I feel like his agenda is to one-up Belichick. Prove to everybody that it's not Belichick and it's Brady. But I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's a tough statement. He's trying to prove that. I mean, Belichick is one of the best coaches in the NFL right now. As we've no, no seen doubt. In the past. No doubt for that. And I mean, the Patriots, I mean, Robert Kraft is a great owner. I mean, Belichick is just, he's great, dude. I mean, I feel like without a good coach, you can only do so much. I mean, definitely with a good quarterback, you can do a lot. But you definitely need that coach to lead. That's been in the league, knows what he's doing. and Yeah, I mean, he, he's the one that let Brady play in 2001 when uh, Drew Bledsoe went out, so... Yeah, I don't think he can blame him for anything. He can only blame him for giving him his, the best career he could ask for. So, I mean, Brady's still one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game, but made some bad moves going to Tampa. I don't blame him, though. It's a lot nicer down there than it is here. Eh. I don't know about nicer, but they do they do have better weather. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I also think there's a bit of a yikes when Gronk went too, because um, I remember it was a couple, like in the summer, and my mom was listening to this podcast, and it was the day before Gronk announced he was going to um, Tampa, Tampa Bay, and and he was he was on there, and he was talking about how he misses football, but you know it's just not good for him to go back, and then the next day. He announced that, oh, I'm going back to Tampa with Brady. It's just a bad look for him. I was, uh, when that came out, I was so mad. I was still getting over the whole Brady thing. All these Patriots fans were heartbroken. Yeah. It was heartbreaking to see. I mean, but Gronk's Gronk's not as, you can see him. If you look at him out there right now, he's not as big as he was and he's not as, as athletic as he was when he was in the league. I mean, he definitely looks like he lost a lot of a lot of his weight. Uh, so I don't blame him. I mean, coming out of the NFL, you got to cut down. I mean, those dudes are eating so much food a day because they're working every day, and you can't keep that up. I mean, after you retire, if you're eating that much a day, you're done for. They're huge. That's what you see with a lot of pro athletes. I mean – Larry Bird, for instance, one of the best Celtics players of all time, next to Bill Russell, but he got a he got a little chunky. I mean, it's because they get, they keep up with this huge. They got to keep eating to fuel themselves, and then after they get out of the league, they just blow up. I mean, he left because he was so hurt. He probably took a lot of time, just like relaxing too with his family. He he took so much hits. Oh, 100% Gronk. I mean, he's – yeah, I mean, I've I've watched interviews about him and him talking about his, uh, his concussions and everything like that. I mean, it's definitely – I've had a couple concussions. It's definitely no joke. I mean, it'll mess you up. I'm, like, I'm glad I didn't get any more than I have because that would mean CTE. That wouldn't be good. I mean – a lot of people suffered from that, especially old NFL players. And and people like boxers, I mean, you look at 
Floyd Money Mayweather can't write, read a book, but great athlete has millions and millions of dollars, but a lot of brain damage too. So yeah. I guess I guess there's a scale of you know risk and reward. Hmm.